Shalom, everyone. Simon Kuf Ayin Dalid. 174, we've been discussing the laws of drinking wine during a meal. And the halacha we've seen is that when you make the bracha of hamotzi, when you have a bread meal, normally it, co- it covers one's obligation, fulfills one's obligation over any food. However, it doesn't fulfill one's obligation to make the bracha of bore pri hagafen, the special prayer recited over wine. Even though a person has bread, you still have to make the bracha of bore pri hagafen on the wine that you drink during the meal. Now, normally, there's a halacha, a general halacha that we say is that when a lot of people are together, even with food, there's a concept of Berov Am Hadras Melech, that in the multitude of the nation is the greatest glorification of the king. And because of that concept, typically the halacha is, let's say, for example, by the bracha of Hamotzi, when we recite Hamotzi and there's a group, one person recites the bracha of Hamotzi Lachem and Haaretz and everyone else responds Amen as opposed to having everyone individually make their own bracha. It's actually halachically preferable for one person to make that bracha for everyone else because it's a way of doing this mitzvah together in the masses. That's typically the halacha. However, when it comes to the wine that, a, that people drink in a gathering that's besoch hamazon, that's during a, uh, during a meal, this halacha does not apply, meaning we don't say that one person should make the bracha of bari preyagafen for everyone, Rather, if it's wine during a meal, everyone should make their own bracha individually. Now, the reason for this is because we're concerned that the the mechaber, the, 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 excuse me, explains, <coughs> excuse me, we're concerned that if when one person is making the bracha of bore pri hagafen, uh, we're concerned everyone else is eating is going to be eating their food. One person is going to make the bracha of bore pri hagafen. A person will be in the middle of chewing and swallowing, and they the other participant recites the bracha. You're going to say amen while you're chewing and swallowing, and it could become a choking hazard. So rather, instead of having one person make the bracha for everyone, if everyone makes their own bracha individually, so then it reduces the choking hazard because I'm only going to recite the bracha when. I'm ready when I finish chewing and swallowing. So as a safety precaution, the halacha is we don't have one person recite the bracha. Rather, everyone recites their own bracha. Now, I just want to highlight to contradistinct, this is not talking about by Kiddush, because by Kiddush, if you recall, the Kiddush, what we recite, that's before we eat the meal. So this halacha only applies to when we have wine during the meal. Then the halacha is everyone should recite their own Bracha of Bari Piragafen. Now, the Ramah argues, and he says, although this is a true concern, there's a way to get everyone's attention that they're not chewing and swallowing when they recite Amen. And that is, if the person make the, making the Bracha on the wine calls everyone to order, gets everyone's attention so that they chew and swallow, and they don't recite Amen while they have food in their mouths, so then it's, it's still permitted for one person to make the bracha for everyone else, and everyone responds Amen because it's not going to catch people off guard. I'm going to catch everyone's attention. How do you catch everyone's attention? The Ramah says what you do is you, re- you recite Savri Maranan Vrabosai, uh, which is basically a call to order. I don't know exactly how you translate the word Savri, but it, it's a call to order, attention. And when you do that, that gathers everyone's attention. They're not going to choke on but when they respond amen because they'll be focused, they'll be prepared. And the Ramah says, based on this tradition, the halacha is anytime you're making a bracha, um, he, he says, anytime you're making kol makom shemavrachem alayayin mishom berchas hayayin misochazuda enomar mishos ela savri mitam shenizbar. He says, anytime we're making the bracha of Haribriyagafen because of this situation, of this scenario, 
of when you have a group of people and one person making during the meal making the bracha of for everyone else and the concern of a choking hazard, um, we recite the words savri, gather, gathering everyone's attention, even in situations when we're making the bracha of wine, um, even if it's not during the meal. And that's why we say the language of savri, if you'll note, during Kiddush, you say savri, it's a way of call, gathering pe- people's attention. Mishnah Brura and the Ramah as well point out this is in contradistinction to bread, when we make the bracha of hamotzi in a group, so then we say the word bershus, and then we recite the bracha. Bershus means with everyone's permission. The Mishabura explained earlier, it's appropriate to get to say the words bershus before you make the bracha of hamotzi lechem and If you're reciting the bracha for someone else, it's a way of showing uh, a certain humility. Get get everyone's permission, even if you're the we've seen, even if you're the head of the household, you should still say that language of bershus. And that's the normative halacha. When you have bread, you say bershus. When you say when you have grape juice, you say savri. Uh, in any scenario where you're making the bracha um, for, for other people or, or for that type of thing. The Mishnah points out in some situations, let's say at a chuppah or at a bris milah, so then we don't say the words savri. Now, the I saw brought in the name of the Kolbo, who's, we don't exactly know who he is, but he's an early, a late Rishon, so figure writing in the 1400s. He is the one, if you... Famously in Judaism, whenever anyone uh, has some wine, we say l'chaim. Now, where does that come from? So it seems it comes from a very similar source. The Kolbo brings that we say l'chaim when we have when we have uh, when you have wine. This is not a halacha. It's not brought in any of the normative halachic sources. But the Kolbo does bring it. Mishibur does not. Shulchan Aruch does not. Kolbo seems to suggest a couple of reasons. One of the, the source, one of the reasons that I've heard, uh, I think again it comes from the Kolbo. He says the Gemara tells us that before we bring someone out to be executed, if someone's committed a capital capital crime, before we bring him out to be executed, we give him some wine so as to dull the pain of being killed. So as when we drink wine, we want to show that no one's getting executed over here. So we say l'chaim to life as a way of highlighting that no one here is being executed, God forbid. And I think that's where the tradition comes from. But again, the, the idea of saying l'chaim is, is not brought any, anywhere that I'm aware of, at least in halacha. It could be it is sourced in other places. And if anyone is aware of that, please let me know. And I'm going to wish you all a wonderful day.